Yo. What is good, Gen Nation? What is up? How's everybody doing? Hope everyone enjoyed their weekend. Hope everyone had a good July 4th weekend as uh, we didn't have an episode on that weekend. Um, we do have some things to talk about. And uh, I don't really want to waste too much time. So let's dive right in. This is episode 10 of the Multiversal Podcast. Yes, we are up to episode 10. Because if you remember, I believe episode 8 was a two-parter. Still considered one episode. However, we are on 10. And we're only going to continue from here. So I appreciate everybody listening on YouTube, Twitch, podcast networks, and um, speaking of the podcast network, we are available on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Google, everywhere you can get a podcast, search for GGen, and we will pop up, look for our logo, and you should be able to get any, um, uh, any recent episode that's come out, and uh, if you've noticed, a lot of the... Um, a lot of the old episodes are slowly falling off, um, like episode two uh, of, of Multiverse, episode three, I believe, and then one or two theater rooms from you know way back in the day when we first started the podcast channel. Um, those are because we needed the space to pump out the new stuff, basically. So if you want to catch up from all the way at the beginning, those will always be available on YouTube. So uh, make sure you're following our YouTube to get all episodes, you know, reactions, podcasts, shows, everything is all on YouTube all the time. DC, how you doing? Thank you for uh, coming over and uh, saying hi. Hope you're doing well. So with that being said, real quick, we do have merch available. We got shirts, shorts, um, masks, you know, mugs, hoodies, phone cases. I mean, we, we got a bunch of stuff available for you. So if you uh, are interested in any of the merch, you can do command merch and chat or you can uh, click the link in the description below. Um, all the merch, um, all the money earned through the merch is going right back into uh, GGen to uh, better um, better your experience, better our quality to to uh, you know better your experience listening to us in some capacity, whether it's YouTube, Twitch, or whatever. So, like I said, this is episode ten. We are going to kick it off with the entertainment verse. With that being said. We have a few things to talk about. Only a few. And that is just a little a little movie that came out on Thursday. Just a little movie called uh, Thor Love and Thunder. I'm not going to speak a lot on this because we're going to dive deep on this movie Full of spoilers, everything on Tuesday at 8 30 uh, on the theater room. So, if you want our spoiler talk, where, you know, me and probably three other people 
are going to uh, dive deep in this movie and, you know, give our thoughts and it's going to be full of spoilers, everything. And you've seen the movie. I highly suggest watching the theater room this week. Um, so this is just going to be my quick little uh, spoiler free review. I saw this movie um, Thursday. And um, I'll just say right off the bat. I liked it. I I thought Thor Love and Thunder was a pretty good movie. Um, It was fun. I thought, you know, the action sequences were good. I thought, um, you know, Thor Thor is a badass as usual. It was nice to see that he, uh, you know, shedded the the fat suit, um, the dad bod as Korg would call it. Um, he was back to, you know, being what we know Thor to be. And um, I just have to say, uh, Jane, I thought, did... She did... Uh, see, people are pretty... <laughs> this is where I'm going to um, differ, you know, differ from people. People love Jane in this movie. I thought she was okay. Um, Natalie Portman, I thought she was okay. Um, she was just as like nerdy and awkward as she was in the first Thor and the second Thor. And I didn't really like that in the first Thor and the second Thor. Um, people were saying that her, her chemistry with, with Chris Hemsworth in this movie was top notch. It still felt awkward to me. I, I didn't think it was, um, you know, a, gr- a great chemistry between the two. It just seemed like they fell back into that awkwardness. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I-, I just wasn't a fan of Jane Foster. However, Jane Foster as Thor, when she's, you know, wielding the the power wielding uh, Mjolnir and getting the power of Thor she was a badass she was doing crazy moves awesome abilities she was holding her own in in the fight she was awesome as Thor I thought she did a great job with that choreography and everything it was dope so where I'm kind of sliding her and that could be just because of how they write her character I'm giving her big time praise for her action ability and uh, kicking ass in the suit, in the Thor suit. So she did a great job. Um, all the other characters I, I thought were good. Korg was, uh, I felt like he was, a, he was a little over the top, a little over the top. Um, he was narrating the movie a lot of times like he was in the trailer basically but um you know it's Korg it's just how he is I guess his personality is unique and um I I thought he was I thought he was okay it was just a little over the top for me um Christian Bale as Gore top-notch performance top-notch performance he was such a believable villain 
Um, I thought he did a great job. He looked awesome. His costume was good. Uh, and uh, if you saw in the trailer, they kind of had like a black and white look to him. That it's it looked so much better in the black and white than it does uh, in color. How it didn't look bad in color. It just looks that much more terrifying in black and white. Man, he 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 looked awesome. Awesome. His abilities were insane. In my opinion, it was it was such a cool movie. It was such a cool movie with you know the stuff that he was doing. Um, who else did we see? We actually saw. Uh, I forget her character name. She was like Jane's helper in the other Thor's. She was also in uh, WandaVision. I can't remember her character's name, unfortunately. Um, but she was, you know, she made a, a, an appearance in the beginning. And we all, we all know the Guardians were going to be in the movie. That was, you know, um, they did their thing. Uh, they didn't stick around too long and they were off. And it was basically Thor the rest of the way. And, um... And, you know, you know the Guardians did their thing. The Guardians were the Guardians, and they're always fun to watch. But um, I'll just say, like, Zeus, <laughs> talk about over the top with Corey. Like, Zeus was out of his mind. Um, Zeus got way more screen time than I thought he would have gotten. Uh, he was very much a part of this movie. And not so much as a cameo. Like he, he was, he was in there, and um, it, Russell Crowe does a good job. He, he's he, he's great at being annoying. <laughs> like he was just an annoying god, and it was funny to see. Um, that whole world they were in um like zeus's area it was just it was cool it was very cool to see uh what else did we get to uh without spoilers i can't remember the other characters without spoiling anything so i'm just gonna say uh some of my cons um a lot of the comedy in this movie fell flat for me. It wasn't, it was trying too hard to be funny. This movie also leaned very heavy on um, the romantic side because, you know, Jane Foster and Thor. So this was very much uh, a Marvel rom-com. And, uh, yeah. I feel like I leaned too much into that. Um, and, and it sucks because that's like the stuff that I hated in the first two Thors, you know? It was too much, too much of the romance, not enough of the action. Um, there is a lot of action in this movie, so we, we don't really get lack of action, I would say, in this movie, but it does lean heavily into romance also, 
and the comedy just fell flat. Some parts were, you know, extremely funny. Other parts were just, you know, it just the, the jokes didn't land. Um, the movie also felt very rushed. We could have had a whole movie on uh, Gore, the God Butcher, with Christian Bale. We could have had a whole movie talking about his, you know, history and his, his, how he becomes who he becomes. That was so rushed, and uh, I, I if this was like a two part, a two part Thor movie, it, and if you broke it up. Uh, like part one was Thor love and part two was Thor thunder. I feel like this would have been out of control. This would have been a fantastic, you know, two part event. Um, it just seemed way too rushed. The movie was roughly an hour and a half long. It was roughly an hour and a half long. Um, the runtime said two hours, but uh, there was like a half hour of you know previews and then credits and the, like this was basically an hour and a half long movie so a lot of it just sped through everything was just speeding along and uh it needed it needed more time to kind of flesh out these stories they were trying to you know tell us but um overall i thought the movie was pretty good uh it wasn't the best thor movie i would say thor ragnarok um, was the best one and um, this is kind of go gonna go into you know um, uh, me ranking the Thor movies basically I would say Thor Ragnarok okay so I'll start it from the worst to the best I guess so Thor 2 was the worst um, that that movie you know ever everyone basically hates that movie and it's a shame because that movie is super, super important to the overall Infinity Saga. But the movie itself just wasn't that good. Um, Thor 1, I actually enjoyed, but it's nowhere near in comparison to uh, Thor Love and Thunder, which would be my second, um, just, you know, number two on the list. <clears throat> Thor Love and Thunder, I gave, I'm probably going to give it around a 7 out of 10. Um, it's very middle, middle ground, slightly better than, you know, Thor one, way better than Thor two had very cool elements to it. Um, so this is number two on the Thor list and, uh, it's going to be sitting at a seven, seven and a half out of 10. And the top Thor movie is definitely Ragnarok. This, you know, Thor love and thunder did not come close to Ragnarok. Ragnarok's comedy hit. The action hit, story was great. Um, it was just, it was just a well fleshed out story, and told. You know, it was a well told story. So, with that being said, I, this was the final movie in in um, what we've gotten for Phase Four, and. Um, we have, you know, Marvel's going to Hall H this, this uh, actually in like a couple weeks is San Diego Comic-Con. Um, and they're going to be, you know, showcasing, I guess, uh, uh, hopefully a new roadmap. They, they usually do when they go to Comic-Con and whatnot. They give us a bunch of trailers and 
kind of give us a roadmap of where we're heading. Um, if you look at the picture, this is basically what they gave us in phase four. And, um, you know, also Miss Marvel's in there as well as that's still going. But. So what I thought this, I thought this was going to be the end of phase four, you know, like, because this is all they showed us. This was the end of what they showed us. This is apparently only part one of phase four. And part two of phase four is going to be announced at Comic-Con. Now, we already know Ant-Man's in there. We already know Black Panther's in there. Um, we know Captain America 4 is in there because that, that's coming as well. Um, Guardians 3 and Guardians the, the Holiday Special. Um... We know the Echo TV show on Disney Plus is part of Phase 4, I guess, uh, of Part 2. So we know those. What we don't know is the Endgame. Um, and I don't mean Endgame like, you know, the Endgame movie, but... Um, but, like, the end of the phase. Like, where are we going? The end of Thor Love and Thunder was very interesting on a possible path of where we're going, which is going to be bonkers if they pull this off, which, you know, Marvel can pull off anything, as we've seen. But I don't know, man. I'm curious what they're going to show us for Phase 4 Part 2. Are they going to announce, you know, oh yeah, and we have Secret Invasion coming. Um, are they going to announce Secret Wars finally? Are they going to announce, you know, show us a little something on Blade? Or are they, are they going to announce, um, finally announce like the cast of Fantastic Four and when that's coming? Are they going to, you know, give us something with the X-Men finally? As we're all, you know, impatiently waiting for and they teased in uh, Doctor Strange. We know the cartoon's coming. So I'm very curious what's going to happen. But I want to rank the Phase 4 movies only. And kind of give you how, um, how I think Phase 4 has been so far. Considering we're at the end of the line of Part 1, I would say. I would say my bottom movie is Black Widow. Um, Black Widow had so much potential because I love the character. Um, I love the side characters that were in that movie. What crushes this movie to the ground is how shitty they portrayed Taskmaster. They did such a bad job with that. It's like uh, an embarrassment, a disgrace. And for that, you're at the bottom. You're at the very bottom. Um, next, I would do Eternals. Eternals would be um, the next up. Eternals wasn't a good movie. Um, it wasn't a great movie. It was just a very mid, mid to low mid um, Marvel movie. It had cool elements to it. I, I just was never impressed with it. Um, wasn't really interested. I was interested in like 
the history around the Eternals, but not so much of their actual characters. You know what I mean? So the, the, it kind of fell flat for me, and that that's the next one up um, from the bottom. Then we have uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Actually, yes, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. I'm going to say, and this 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 is really upsetting to me because Doctor Strange had so much potential. They advertised madness. Uh, we're gonna get all this crazy crap. You know what I mean? Uh, and it wasn't as crazy as they, you know, advertised. And if it was, it was such a disappointment. The best, here's the thing, right? The best part of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness was the villain, was Scarlet Witch, was Elizabeth Olsen. She crushed that movie. She saved that movie from being a horrible Marvel movie. And um, it just it was such a disappointment. Uh, the Illuminati was a disappointment. Like, everything about that movie, had, like seeing it in live action was awesome. But they executed it so poorly. And I, I just wish they did a better job. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I, I actually enjoyed it. Um, it's a good mid-level movie. I would say Doctor Strange 1 is the better movie. But um, Multiverse of Madness just wasn't it. Uh, the, the villain, what they did, Sam Raimi did with Witch, Scarlet Witch, fantastic. Everyone else kind of just, eh. You know, it was just disappointing. And then I would say next up would be uh, Thor Love and Thunder. I would put Thor Love and Thunder ahead of Doctor Strange. It was uh, a more enjoyable movie from start to finish. Um, yes, it felt rushed. Yes, you know, it had its issues, but the action was great. The villain was great. Thor was great. Jane was great. Like it, everything about it worked, and um, including you know stuff I can't really talk about that which we'll get into on Tuesday. It was just a more enjoyable movie. Um, I had high hopes for this movie as well. It didn't disappoint me as much as Doctor Strange did. It actually did a pretty good job. Um, it still wasn't the best Thor movie, but. It was still a very good movie, um, and, I, and I enjoyed it. And it left a better roadmap, um, a better hint of where we're going in the future, in my opinion. Uh, next on the list, I would probably say uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi is a top tier, one of, if not the best Marvel movie out. Uh, for or, you know a soul character, you know you, you can't judge it based on against. Uh, you can't compare it against the the group ups because you know the group ups are insane. But for a solo origin story movie, um, Shang Chi is top notch. 
nine out of ten. It was a fantastic movie. Um, it was an awesome story. The Ten Rings, not the fake thing that we got in Iron Man, like legit Ten Rings. It was fantastic. And that's going to fall in the two spot because what's not listed here is a Sony movie. And that is Spider-Man No Way Home. That takes the cake. That is top tier action story surprises even though we knew it it was still awesome you know goosebump moments like incredible loss like it was just spider-man no way home top tier hands down and that's basically my ranking so from top to bottom we have spider-man shang chi Thor: love and thunder dr strange Multiverse of Madness, Eternals, and Black Widow. And there you go. Um, next, we have to stick with Marvel, actually. Um, they announced that Daredevil, Charlie Cox, and Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin are returning. I mean, we knew about Daredevil. We're kind of, we were kind of unsure about Kingpin um, based off of Hawkeye and, uh, you know, the lack of announcement, I guess. But it is confirmed Daredevil and Kingpin are returning. Um, they, you know, Daredevil's reprising his role and continuing what Netflix started. However, Daredevil and Kingpin are coming back in the echo show as well and that's going to be our first time seeing them i believe um if you remember in hawkeye um echo was uh kingpin's you know right hand man woman uh person uh in, in that in that particular group she was the leader of that group and uh who kingpin you know went to and um, she's she's getting her own show, basically. And Daredevil and Kingpin are going to be in that show. There's also rumors that Jessica, uh, Jessica Jones is coming back. Um, same actress reprising her role. She's coming back and rejoining the Marvel um the marvel in you know world the mcu at this point where netflix kind of detached itself from it um you know marvel's got all the rights back and they're gonna they're, it looks like they're slowly gonna incorporate you know all the defenders back into you know the shuffle and uh jessica jones is rumored to pop up in uh, echo as well so um i'm curious who else is coming back it would be uh, it would be cool to get the whole gang back um, in some form, especially Luke Cage, because I thought the actor who played uh, Luke Cage was phenomenal in that role. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, this, that's pretty big news. Uh, we got Kingpin uh, coming back and obviously Daredevil and uh, Jessica Jones. I can't wait. Can't wait to see what they do with that real quick. Uh, Clerks three, Kevin Smith. Is, uh, he dropped a trailer for Clerks 3. I have yet to see it, so I'm not going to comment too much on it. Um, but, I, you know, I love Jane Silent Bob. 
Kevin Smith, you know, all, all that stuff he does. And uh, I'm usually a fan of, you know, what he pumps out there uh, movie-wise. And um, Clerks 3 is coming soon. Uh, I, I guess they're going to show a lot of it at Comic-Con possibly. But uh, I'm surprised they released the trailer this early. I thought that was going to wait till Comic-Con. So I'm wondering what they're going to show at Comic-Con that we can't see from home. But um, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. But yeah, the trailer's out if you're looking, if you want to go check that out. And uh, some we got two, you know, some sad news. Tony Sirico from The Sopranos, if you remember uh, him from the, as Pauly, uh, he passed away, unfortunately. And um, a little bit before him was James Can, the legend himself. Uh, uh, both shocking James can more shocking Um, you forget how old he actually was he was like I think he was in his 80s but he was still like he would still pump you know do some movies and stuff like uh, I don't know I just didn't expect that when I was shocked to to hear that And, and like obviously his role with the Godfather and everything is legendary um, yo, Trigon, what's good, bro? Damn, rip Polly. Yeah, Polly, Polly did his thing. Um, it's sad to see him go, at, but James can as well. Like the, the stuff he did with Godfather is legendary. Um, obviously, if you, if you were a fan of Elf, he was in that as well. Um, I would say my favorite role of his outside of The Godfather is a TV show, a TV show called Las Vegas. If you ever had TNT on, you know, TNT channel on back in the day, there was a show called Las Vegas where James Can, you know, he ran the casino. He was like head of security, you know, Josh Dumel, the actor from um, Transformers. That was like his big time role in TV before he got the Transformer stuff. Uh, he was like James Can's right hand man. And it was basically them, you know, running security for a casino in Las Vegas. And the act, they were basically like special ops for the Las Vegas Strip. Like they would do just wild shit. And uh, he had such a great role. He was in every season, beginning to end. It, it was such an enjoyable um, run in television. And uh, yeah, it, it's sad to see him go. Dude's a legend, straight up. But uh, that's going to do it for the entertainment verse. We're going to shift gears because there's uh, quite a bit to talk about in the gaming verse. And first up, God of War. God of War finally dropped the trailer. I mean, they, you know, they showed us something earlier. They they finally dropped, you know, a, a, a cinematic trailer um, showing us a little, a little bit more. And... 
the game looks so good the game looks so good but the the biggest question on everyone's minds was when the hell is this game coming out is it delayed is it not delayed everyone's saying it's delayed uh cory Bar barlock is saying it's not delayed shut he's basically telling everyone to shut up it's not delayed but then they're like well if it's not delayed what day is it coming out if you can't tell me then that just tells me you don't know and it's delayed like it was such a thing on the internet just back and forth between the studio and the and the fans like just tell us when the when this game's actually coming out and um it's coming november 9th of this year it's coming this year so everyone take a deep breath breathe in breathe out your holiday is saved. We will be slaying gods together in November. Um, it's going to be a groundbreaking game. It's going to be I can't even imagine this. It's going to be number one in sales. Hands down. This is probably the most anticipated game of the year. It's just gonna crush. It's gonna crush. And uh, yeah, this is coming November 9th. I cannot wait. I've debated downloading um, the uh, previous God of War. And I still may. Maybe as we get closer to... Um, Ragnarok's uh, release date. I may re-download the other one and uh, kind of refresh, you know, my memory on the buttons and uh, his moves and just the overall gameplay. But um, I'm getting the itch, man, and we're only in July. I'm getting the itch. I want to <laughs> dive into this world. And it, it here, here's my problem. I'm so freaking, and I'm gonna get into GTA RP later on. So freaking addicted to it. I have so many games to play that I, I, I just, I've been doing RP over anything else. Like I still, I still need to beat Horizon Forbidden West. I absolutely love this game. Like I truly do. I love this game. The character Aloy, the story that we're going through, killing machines with a bow and arrow, like, it, it, dude, the game is fantastic, and I dropped it. I dropped it like it was nothing, <laughs> because I'm so addicted to RP. Um, uh, what's the name on uh, No Pixel? But with that being said, I cannot wait for God of War whether I'm playing RP or not. I need this game to come out and uh, November 9th can't come soon enough. Next is this, now this next thing, this next thing is wild and I feel bad for him. Like this is wild. But for everyone who knows, um, and that, now this is like world news, you know? 
the former prime minister of Japan was assassinated in Japan doing like a, a political speech of some sort the, the guy that killed him assassinated him apparently made like a homemade shotgun or something like he built this shotgun of some sort and was able to get close enough and uh, you know assassinate the guy which is on which is crazy like that world news you know what i'm saying but here's where kashima comes into this he was mistakenly identified as the person who assassinated the prime minister people like not not people the officials thought it was kojima he was falsely falsely accused or linked to the assassination and i guess the guy i didn't see the picture of the guy i guess he kind of resembles him in some way and everyone just thought it was kojima and it's it, i don't mean to laugh at it but that's like holy crap you know it, you're being accused of killing a prime minister and you had nothing to do with it. Like, what do you do with that? You know, um, eventually, uh, it, you know, the, they got the person who did it. And, the, you know, obviously it clears Kojima. But um, Kojima's turning around and uh, he's actually suing, actually suing them. For false accusations of uh, the assassination and he's probably going to win he's probably going to win a lot of money which is crazy but yeah he, he was falsely you know linked to the assassination um, they cleared him and now he's he's looking to sue so it's an interesting story. I'm curious how this, you know, plays out. Um, I'm assuming he's going to win it, but uh, we'll see. Um, next up, we have Midnight Suns. Uh, Midnight Suns just released the gameplay. We finally got some gameplay um, with Captain America. They it was a whole showcase of Captain America, um, and you know his move sets, whatever. His basically, you know, all his moves and the gameplay, how the game works. I, I'm struggling because I I hated everything that I saw. I I legitimately hated everything that I saw. The game did not look good to me. Um, the game play looked terrible. To me, I, I, I hate turn-based games um, nowadays. Uh, like uh, turn-based games and games that involve cards, and I don't mean like physical cards. Like th that's different. Like playing Magic or you know whatever. Like Pokemon. Like th those are card games. A digital card game. It is so outdated turn-based games are so outdated 
I don't need a, I don't want to have to collect a physical card that says, oh, now I have this ability. Like, I'm so far removed from those type of games now. Like, I'm sorry, maybe I sound like an ass saying this because a lot of people enjoy these type of games. So maybe I am an ass. I cannot stand these type of games. And I feel like it's just so outdated and unnecessary nowadays. Like, if you're, you're going to pump out a game that involves all these Marvel characters, you know, Wolverine, Ghost Rider, Iron Man, Captain, like all these characters. And it's a turn-based, card-based game. Like, come on, man. That ruined, first of all, the gameplay didn't even look good. The fighting in it didn't even look good. And now you're going to make it turn-based. I was just, uh, I was so, so turned off by it. Um, any, you know, any curiosity I had for this game is out the window. I'm completely checked out. I, I'm done with it, honestly. Um, next up, kind of sucks, but for Spoken is delayed till 2023 they announced it not too long ago um it's coming january 2023 they basically the you know the developer said as a result of ongoing discussions with key partners we have made the strategic decision to move the launch date to january 24th 2023 all game elements are now complete. The development is in its final polishing phase. So I guess they just needed a little more time to polish the game in using their words, um, which is fine. If you're gonna delay it a couple months just so you can fine tune it to give us the better product at the end of the day, I'm all for that. I'm all for that, so. Or Spoken is one of those games where it's like some people are, you know, highly interested and excited for it. A lot of people are on a wait and see. I don't know. This game doesn't look that great. I kind of want to see what it is before, you know, I jump the gun and buy it. Uh, I personally am extremely interested in it. And, uh, I really hope this game is good because from what I've seen as far as the gameplay and, you know, the cinematics and stuff, it looks good to me. Um, I like the actress who's playing the character. It just looks good, in my opinion. And um, I'll be checking this game out in January. So I, I can't wait for it. It's, you know, it's on my list of, uh, of new buys that I'm looking forward to. And that comes January 24th, 2023. That is the new date. Um, next up is exciting. Like, all right. Sports talk. If you're an NBA fan, if you were an NBA fan in the 90s, you know who Michael Jordan is. If you're an NBA fan now, you know who Michael Jordan is. You've heard of him. You know He's considered the GOAT, and in my mind, he is the GOAT. LeBron haters step aside, or Jordan haters step aside. LeBron lovers, get out of my face. 
Jordan's the GOAT. With that being said, NBA 2K came out with 2K11, if you remember back in the day. The Jordan edition. The Jordan, that was honestly the last 2K basketball game I've ever played was the Jordan edition <laughs> in 2011. That game was fantastic. I was a big time, big time Jordan fan growing up. And uh, having all the Jordan challenges, being able to play with Jordan and stuff like that, it was such a cool experience. And 2K23 is bringing back the Michael Jordan edition. They're bringing back all the challenges from 2K11. Obviously, it's going to be ramped up. They're going to add more stuff to it. But the 2K23 Jordan edition is coming. And I cannot wait. This is, I think, coming in October. Uh, of this year, October. Maybe the end of September, kind of like where, you know, a little, I think it comes out a month before the season starts, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, let me just do a quick look. Yay, 2K23. Sorry, I don't have the release date on hand for you right away. Um, Friday, September 9th. So, like I said, a month before the season starts, um, we're going to get, you know, 2K23. Now, if I was ever going to play another 2K NBA game, the Jordan edition is 100% the one I'm playing. Like, hands down, I'm getting this copy. I'm doing those Jordan challenges. We are rocking out. 2k23 and let's be real i'm a nets fan right everyone uh, i know you're crying because uh, uh of my pain here um we all know kyrie's gone durant's gone they're not officially traded yet but we know it's happening so my nets team is completely butchered completely stripped of its superstars we have friggin ben simmons left over somehow um i'm gonna have nobody to play with like i'm not gonna want to play the nets in 2k23 no i'm gonna be playing the freaking bulls with jordan on it like shut up bro that's what i'm doing I'm playing those Jordan challenges, so I cannot wait for 2K23 to drop. That's I haven't had fun in a basketball game since Live 19, and specifically Live 18. NBA Live 18 was the one of the best basketball games I've ever played, mainly because it was $4 when I got it. That game was $4. I'm like, oh shit, I'm in the mood to play some basketball. I, you know, I, I hit up the boys. I'm like, yo, NBA Live is uh, $4. We should jump on it and just dick around. It was honestly the best purchase of a video game for $4 in my life. Like, that game was fantastic. 
I took a picture of myself and it imported into the game onto my created player and it looked it looked fine like it looked like me I wish I thought of this sooner because I would put the picture up for you guys to see it looked like it like it was awesome the game was great 19 took a little bit of a hit as far as you know the picture of ourselves importing to your credit character they kind of they, they scaled back that feature for sure because it wasn't as sharp as 18 but the game still played good and unfortunately 19 was the last nba game they released and uh i haven't really played an nba game since because i was never really a fan of 2k nba 2k nba wasn't it's not my bread and butter like i it's a different experience than nba live I like the way NBA Live feels more than 2K did. Um, however, I did get the 2K11 Jordan Edition and I had fun with that. And I'm going to do the same with 2K23. So, like I said, I can't wait. And uh, that is coming September 9th. Uh, next up, Skull and Bones by Ubisoft. Skull and Bones is... Uh, it's basically sea of thieves with like the boat combat of assassin's creed in the sense now when they showed the gameplay to me i didn't really get the assassin's creed feel to it it was similar it looks very similar to assassin's creed on how that um, black flag kind of played but this is more, this is more, um, this is more like Sea of Thieves. Like you have your own adventure, but you can run into NPC enemies. You can run into player enemies. Like this is basically Ubisoft's Sea of Thieves. And uh, if, if it plays like how assassin's creed was as far as fighting you know ship to ship or fighting as your player you know jumping onto another boat and fighting the, the npcs the you know the computer or whoever other players out there with you if it's like assassin's creed type of fighting combat i would be uh, this game could be a lot of fun but um what they showed us in the gameplay, you know, featurette, I was not very, was not very impressed. It's just, it's Ubisoft's version of Sea of Thieves, and uh, I'm hoping we get to see a little more of it. And uh, maybe when it comes now, this game is, as I said before, uh, is more of the wait and see for me. Um, so hopefully we see more hopefully it looks more appealing and hopefully uh, i see other people playing it and enjoying it that would give me a reason to jump on and try to fight them <laughs> on the seven seas you know what i'm saying like uh I, I think this takes place in the indian ocean if i remember correctly but i wonder how far you can go on in the ocean with this and uh or you kind of just locked in the indian ocean and um whatever islands they put in it so I'm curious to see what, what that's about. But um, next is, this is going to kind of close it, uh, close it up for us. GTA Online. 
GTA Online's next update is going to allow players to join law enforcement. You heard me. You will be able to join law enforcement in the next online update. How many times, and I know for me personally, I've said this on day one of Grand Theft Auto, not not just like recently. I'm so I'm talking Grand Theft Auto one and two on computer, and obviously three with PlayStation and whatnot. I've always said, how cool would it be to have a Grand Theft Auto where you can pick criminal or you can pick cop? And you can go after the criminals and, and like run invest it and do all that stuff. You know what I mean? And we're finally going to be able to do that in the online form, which is crazy because if you think about it, like I was saying before, I'm extremely addicted to GTA no pixel um, RP role play servers in my opinion, is keeping Grand Theft Auto popular as far as viewership goes. No one's really watching people play Grand Theft Auto online. And trust me, there's millions and millions and millions of people playing Grand Theft Auto online. I still play Grand Theft Auto online from time to time checking out the new updates and, you know, collecting my free money and stuff like that. But like the fact that you can play as law enforcement is inching us closer in my mind to GTA, specifically Rockstar creating their own RP servers and joining law enforcement is a step to that. I think this is GTA talent or Rockstar telling us if you want to be a criminal or you want to be a cop, join this role play server and you can be a criminal and a cop. Like when I when I say GTA has never been pop mo, the most popular or never been as you know, as popular as it's been like what I'm trying to say is like GTA has been crushing it on on Twitch and other platforms because of the roleplay servers because of people playing no pixel like you know you having somebody like uh, XQC and Summit and all these people on Twitch and uh, Facebook, YouTube, you know, Tim the Tapman was in there at one point. All these people were playing NoPixel and, you know, various other servers or whatever for GTA uh, role playing. Rockstar isn't getting a dime for that. The only thing maybe Rockstar got was however many dollars people paid for the game. And it wasn't, I'm sure, full price. Half the time, GTA Online is free. 
like i think uh, epic i got mine on my pc for free from epic games which i think most people did except for the people that already had it if you have if you never had gta online on your pc then you got it when epic games gave it to you for free at least i would hope you did because there's no point of buying this game for buying it online at this point because it's going to be free to play uh very soon if i'm not mistaken but you know rockstar is not getting a dime for roleplay servers because they're being modded and hosted on other services like 5m um what is it red m is it red m no not red m uh uh rage i think it's rage if i'm not mistaken i don't i don't remember there's another you know server uh mod host out there but 5m is the one that i'm currently using and uh it's got a boatload of role play servers on there and uh it's just it's crazy because most people are probably using the free copy of gta and they're installing this you know mod launcher and going into roleplay servers and whatever else that's being created, custom servers, and Rockstar is not getting a dime. But yet, but yet, on Twitch and YouTube and whatever, it's towards the top of the list of what's being watched because of these roleplay servers. So Rockstar, for many, many, uh, many, many times, I would say, has tried to take down these roleplay um, launchers, these roleplay servers, or, or the hosts, basically. Like, they want to shut down 5M because people are playing GTA and making money off GTA, and Rockstar's not getting shit for it. They, they want people to be on GTA online buying shark cards and you know using their servers so they they have they have the player base they have the money and everything you know what i mean and uh i think them adding again them adding law enforcement to GTA online saying hey you can now be the cops instead of the robbers i think that's them going we're going to try this out, and if people really enjoy being the cops, and we know people love watching roleplay, I can see GTA 6 in at some point in the future when they revamp the GTA Online map and, you know, service and server and go to the new engine, whatever they're going to do, add new maps and whatever. I guarantee at some point we're going to get Rockstar official roleplay servers where you can be the cop, you could be the criminal, you could do whatever the hell you want as long as you're roleplaying. And uh, if that, if and when this happens, um, it's going to be pretty major. 
because a lot of these companies are, you know, server hosting servers and host companies. Um, if Rockstar starts doing it officially and getting big time updates and stuff like that from the company itself, uh, it's it's going to hurt everyone else. And, uh, I'm curious to see what the role play community is going to do. Are they going to move to Rockstar? Or are they going to maybe just try and then fall back? If if Rockstar if does come out with its own roleplay server, I guarantee they're going to shut down every company that's hosting a roleplay server that's not on Rockstar. So the ones that people are watching, like let's say like NoPixel is by far the most popular watched, um, may not be the most popular played, although millions of people are watching it, I would say, you know, whatever, but... It's the most popular. However, um, maybe Rockstar buys NoPixel and says, hey, we'll move all your characters. Or you will have to start fresh on new characters, whatever. Remake your character, whatever. We'll take your mods, stuff like that. We'll buy it out and we'll move you over. If we don't accept this deal, we are shutting you down. Like, it's game over. Now, I'm curious to see what, <laughs> I'm curious to see what happens. But before that, we got baby steps, and uh, we're going to actually get to be law enforcement in GTA Online. So all those idiots running heists and flying around on these stupid mopeds with rocket launchers... I cannot wait to be in a five-star tank shooting these dudes out of the sky. Like, I, I'm going to go ham. I'm going to go ham as a cop and just wreck everyone. I can't wait. I can't wait to do it. Um, and this kind of... And to close out everything, I'm going to keep it with GTA. If you watched the theater room last week, we had a, you know, we had a little discussion about remasters and... Basically, like, uh, are remasters lazy? You know, is it is it a company being uncreative? They've run out of ideas, you know, because we have, you know, remakes of Resident Evil coming uh, every year at this point. Uh, GTA, you know, they remade Vice City and San Andreas. <clears throat> and it flopped hard and um it, it basically i don't know like i i have here's my thing okay so remasters are lazy are uncreative you're you're just it, it's a money grab you're you're taking something that was previously made you're just polishing it and throwing it back out there and saying here you go buy it again full price um with that being said sometimes i want that remaster sometimes i want that remake there's a few games i would take a remaster for i said it in the theater room Rainbow Six Vegas. I would love to get that remade with the PS5 graphic or 
PC, Xbox, whatever. Love to see that made. Or just give me Vegas 3. We had Vegas 1 and 2 and then they stopped it. Give me Vegas 3. And just, you know, get creative. Come up with a new story. If you can't do that, remake Vegas 1 and 2. Or just 1 if you want to. Um, and give me that. I would take that in a heartbeat. With that being said, uh, the news from last week on the theater room was GTA 4. Uh, the remake for that was shelved. Either temporarily or permanently. I think it's just temporarily. Um, GTA 4 remake was shelved because of the backlash that Vice City and all that got. I don't think it would have failed as hard as those games because they really didn't remake Vice City and San Andreas. Like, those games looked terrible. They looked terrible. Now, I'll say GTA 4 is probably my favorite um, as far as story and... Uh, and uh, the city itself. Like, Liberty City is my favorite city to play for GTA. I'm so tired of San Andreas. Uh, like, we, we've been here forever. Like, ever. It's been like 15 years of being in Los Santos. Like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good with this damn city. Um. So, if they want to remake GTA 4... Where I, I I completely love that game, um, and obviously I can get a, a next gen update of uh, Liberty City. Please give me that, give me that, so I don't have to play San Andreas. Like just give me that. Here's another thing. Like selfishly, if if they do make GTA Four, right? On the selfish side, and the for me. And the RP side, it's an updated Liberty City that can then be modded into an RP server. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, I could, me and the, you know, the people that I play with can jump into a Liberty City server that's fully fleshed out and rebuilt from the ground up. You know what I mean? So, like, I can't wait for that to happen. This is why I want GTA Online to keep evolving and adding new cities. Like, and, and the rumors uh, that I've gone over, you know, many times in uh, previous episodes or whatever, is Liberty City is coming to GTA Online at some point. It's possibly going to be in GTA 6 until we officially hear anything on it. It's, it's still out there as a rumor. We're going to get Vice City, um, Carson City, Liberty City. Like, we're going to get these multiple cities in GTA 6. So if we're getting Liberty City in some form, it, we're probably going to get it in an update in GTA Online, which then means once available, it can be modded for the RP servers. People are going to strip the data. They're going to pull the files and build, you know, the RP servers for them. And, uh, Maybe we can have Los Santos, Liberty City, and Vice City, and Carson City, like all, all these cities all in one map, which is the dream. 
and we can actually get an airplane and actually fly to another city rather than fly from one end of the map to the other and be in the in the same county which makes zero sense like like flying a plane is cool and everything cool awesome great but I'm still in Los Santos like I'm not going anywhere it just I always hated that <clears throat> so if I can take a flight from LSIA to Liberty City or to Vice City like sign me up yesterday so I again I don't I don't like re I would rather brand new give me brand new stories I do have my exceptions because I'm being selfish and I want to see these being made so like GTA 4 Vegas stuff like that and because I'm so addicted to roleplay um roleplay servers I want to see GTA come out with these and give me a brand new like I said Liberty City and so it can be modded give me Vice City so it can be modded turned into a roleplay server so we'll see what happens with all that but um you know gta 6 is we're, we're getting closer to news i think because there's a lot of leaks i basically saw the whole script uh of um the whole script of dialogue for the whole game got leaked if that's true i basically read the, the whole prologue of what's gonna happen in GTA 6 like there's so much leaking uh, on the game that it comes to a point where they just have to give us they, they're gonna have to come out and tell us something and like show us something because uh, at this point uh, the whole game is gonna leak before they even show us the game if it didn't leak already but um that's gonna do it that is going to uh, close out the gaming first and uh, close out episode 10. I appreciate everybody, you know, hanging out uh, with me live on uh, Twitch. CC try everybody lurking. I see you. Um, if you are watching us on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Shout out to Sparta Chris. He pumped out uh, a reaction video for Harry Mac and, um, uh, it's pulling in some serious views. Um, I And here's the thing. Like, I've always wanted to do Harry Mack reactions. So I'm glad he did it. And, you know, we see the, the... We see the potential with it. And it's not so much that I'm doing it because of the potential. I'm doing it because I love Harry Mack as a freestyler. The dude's the GOAT as far as freestyle goes. So I want to be able to react to it and share that with you guys as well um and i love that chris was able to do that with uh on the youtube channel um and share his experience with it with you guys as well so um there's gonna be more reactions coming you know from for harry mac whether it's, i think either it's chris me me and chris and whoever else um, there's gonna be you know more trailers dropping. We're gonna have reactions coming um, with that. We got the theater room on Tuesday. We're gonna be going balls deep on Thor: Love and Thunder. Yep, you heard me. And uh, it's it's just stay tuned for that episode because we're we're really gonna get into it between probably me, Wade Pool, um, Chris, 
think uh, the captain will probably join us if he's whoever whoever's in our group that's seen the movie will probably be live with us Tuesday to talk about it. Um, or if they don't care about spoilers, they'll be in there. But um, that's going to do it. That was episode ten. Shout out to Matt Churn, as always. Uh, the homies uh, providing us with the beat today. Today's beat, as I raise it higher so you can hear it, is called Can't Stop. Can't Stop from uh, Churn Beats on Spotify. Uh, the link will be in the des- description. Thank you, Matt, for um, providing the beat for today, today's episode. And... Um, We will see you next time. If you were listening on the podcast, thank you very much, by the way. All you podcast people out there, we appreciate it. We see you out there. Thank you for uh, clicking and uh, watching and following us on all the podcast platforms. Gen Nation, we're out. See you next time.